Joe's Conservative Corner. Today I'm going to go over Biden finally got out of the basement to give a speech. As bad as the speech was, naturally, in true Joe Biden fashion, he had another one of his episodes. I'll play a little clip of that. I'm sure if you're on social media or pretty much anywhere, you more than likely have already seen it. I'll play that in just a few minutes. So, Mr. Biden went to Pennsylvania, it's a battleground state, to uh, basically condemn the rioting in all of the American cities and basically what amounts to a rebuttal, like I said, to what Donald Trump's GOP convention was about. Uh, His speech, (laughs) he did quote prior presidents, and I'm going to pull little pieces out of the speech to go over. Probably one of my favorite ones is Mr. Biden quoting, the job of a president is to tell the truth. (laughs) Coming from him, that is a hell of a statement because Joe Biden has not been telling the truth at all. He hasn't told the truth about his cognitive problems. He hasn't told the truth about his son, Hunter. He hasn't told the truth about him and Obama's involvement in the Russia hoax. So what has he told the truth about? So that's a hell of a statement for him to make. Uh, The next one, I quote, I want to be clear about this. Rioting is not protesting. Looting is not protesting. Setting fires is not protesting. None of this is protesting. It's lawlessness, plain and simple. And those who do it should be prosecuted. Wow. Portland has only been burning for, what, 90 to 100 days? I've lost count. There's been rioting and looting in the streets consistently all over the country since the George Floyd incident. You all have said nothing about it. No Democrat has said nothing. Biden hasn't said nothing Nobody has said a word about the rioting and the looting. All you guys have done is stoke the fire. And now you're going to try to condemn it. Now you guys are going to try to walk it back. Could it have anything to do with uh, Don Lemon setting up the red flag, telling you it's reflecting in the polls? Are you guys watching the polls as Trump is steadily rising and you guys are steadily declining? Maybe that has a little bit to do with it. Or did you actually figure out that 90% of Americans don't want this? 90% of Americans want peace in their life. They want to enjoy their lives. They don't want to see this on the TV. They're sick and tired of it. They're sick and tired of seeing innocent people lose their livelihoods, lose their lives, lose everything they own, being harassed. Americans are under attack right now, and you don't care. The only reason you're showing any signs of, and it's not true remorse, you're just saying what you need to say to hopefully bounce back into polls a little bit because you know you're losing voters by the thousands. They're going over. They're going to start voting for Trump. They're not going to vote for you anymore. Even Democrats, true Democrats, don't want to see this in the street anymore. You don't think some of the businesses that have been burned down, some of the lives that are being taken, some of these people are actually Democrats, they're not Republicans, that ever crossed your mind? 
You're burning your own people's stuff down with your encouragement. Hell, Harris was telling people to donate money to help get these rioters back out of jail once they've been arrested. So they go in, you bail them out, they come right back out and keep on doing what they're doing. You called for unrest. There's multiple Democratic leaders that continue to call for unrest in the streets. But now that it's getting close to crunch time, you guys are getting scared. So now you're trying to back off of it. It ain't going to work. Believe me, we're on to you. Joe Biden also said, and I quote, he may believe mouthing the words law and order makes him strong, but his failure to call on his own supporters to stop acting as an armed militia in this country shows you how weak he is. He has got, he, well, he is, he's got dementia. <laughs> I mean, ain't, ain't no, he's got problems, mental problems, and you'd have to have mental problems to make that statement because that's the dumbest thing I've ever read. Today, that's my dumb thing of, of this podcast because you're saying that we're the ones burning and, and, and tearing everything down, us, the Trump supporters, the conservatives, the capitalists, we're destroying our own society that we love? Yeah, I don't think so. That, that's a, a, you guys are, have really reached an all-time low where right now, after everybody's been watching this for, like I said, 90 to 100 days, now you're going to try to turn it around and say, oh, oh it's not us, um, it's them. Yeah, it's, those are Trump's people. <laughs> yeah, okay, they're Trump's people. But this is how stupid they are. They actually think people are going to buy into this crap. Thank God we're all a little smarter than that. I'm sure anybody listening to this is a conservative. Or if not, if you're on the fence, please pay attention. You might learn something. Uh, The next one, you know me. You know my heart. And you know my story, my family story. Ask yourself, do I look like a radical socialist with a soft spot for rioters? Really? Well, apparently, I would say you do. Look. You haven't said a word about it. You've been in your basement rubbing your ear and falling asleep during interviews. Anytime you do come out, you can't get a straight sentence out. You haven't come out and condemned anybody yet. You haven't called for any of it to stop. So, yeah, Joe, really. That's what I really believe. I believe you got a soft spot for rioters, and I really do. And with that being said, just a little bit later in his speech, he comes out and says, frankly, I believe if I were president today, the country would be safer and we would be seeing less violence. (laughs) What a joke. You and Camilla are calling for basically a progressive socialist regime. How do you get people to give up their wealth? You would have to do it forcefully. So that would require violence. So no, I don't feel safer. I don't feel safer you're going to try to take my money. I don't feel safer you're going to try to take God out of everything. I don't feel safer you're going to force me to live the way you want me to live, not the way I want to live. So once again, no. It would not be safer with you as president. As a matter of fact, it'd be way more dangerous. But it was a good try on that one too. Joe Biden says the murder rate is up 26% in cities across the nation this year under Donald Trump. The reason that the crime and murder rate is up 
is because of all of your extreme leftist governors and mayors that are in place that sit back and do nothing for their citizens, nothing for their cities. They watch them burn. They defund police departments. What the hell do you think is going to happen when you have less police officers? Naturally, crimes are going to be rampant. Naturally, the numbers are going to be astronomical. But you don't care. Because this has nothing to do with us, the people. All the people of the United States. It ain't got nothing to do with us. You just want to win your election. Because what you guys crave more than anything is power. That's all this is. It's a play for power. Look at how much power has been given to you. Because of your bullcrap coronavirus, you've shut down the economy and we've allowed you to do it. You make people wear masks and we've allowed you to do it. People have lost their livelihoods because we've allowed you to do it. It's a shame. People got to wake up. When the hell did we start working for the government instead of the government working for us? It's our tax dollars. That's the only reason you get a salary. That's the only reason you get paid. It's off of our sweat. We got to wake up. He also says, do you really feel safer under Donald Trump? Yes, I do. Because he actually does want law and order. He actually does support the military and fund the military. He actually does support the police departments. He supports law and order. He's trying to stack the courts in our favor so all of your ridiculous laws you guys are going to try to pass, we can block them and stop the insanity so it doesn't spread throughout the country like another virus. But that one we're not going to be able to get control of if you guys are the ones making the decisions. So under Donald Trump, you're damn right. I feel way safer. And now, finally, we're getting to the good one. (laughs) Now I can play the video. So that way, we can all laugh. Check it out. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, when you think about it, more lives this year than any other year for the past hundred years. (laughs) Way to go, Joe. COVID's been around for a hundred years. More lives this year than any time in a hundred years. I don't know where I am. (laughs) How could you vote for a man that cannot complete a sentence? How? How could you, in good conscience, look at Joe Biden and go, that's my guy. Look at him, man. I'm so excited. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, man. It's great. I'm going to vote him in, and he's going to have conversations like that with all the leaders around the world. Man, it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to be – it's going to be the best president in history. He's going to get to China and think he's in Australia. Or maybe he's in Australia, and he thinks he's in Iceland. It's going to be great. What the hell is wrong with this guy? He really has some problems. Shame on his wife. Keep parading him around like that. Need to stick him back in the basement. Tell everybody to leave him alone. Now remember, Joe Biden said a very important thing about a president was to tell the truth. In his speech, I quote, I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking. No matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. Oh, 
God bless you people on Twitter. You guys are animals, some of you. <laughs> You're relentless with these videos. Somebody on Twitter posted it. I don't know who the original person that posted it was, but they did a side-by-side comparison about Mr. I'm not going to ban fracking. I'm going to play that one for you too. So if you have not seen it, this will be a nice little treat for you. Check it out. I am not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. Like what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. I am not banning fracking, no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. No more, no new fracking. No matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. We, we are... We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. No matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me. Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would, we would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. So, Joe, what about fracking? What, what was that you said about Donald Trump lying? Because, uh, again, that kind of contradicts all the footage they got of you saying you're going to get rid of fracking, the oil industry. That's it. Thousands and thousands of jobs gone in the blink of an eye. You sure you want to call Donald Trump a liar? You should be more truthful than that, Joe. By your own standards, think about it. I guess getting close to the end of his speech, he wanted to try to appeal to your... I don't know, good nature, maybe he threw something in there from one of the popes. And uh, I quote, Donald Trump is determined to instill fear in America. That is what his entire campaign for presidency has come down to, fear. But I believe Americans are stronger than that. I believe we will be guided by the words of Pope John Paul II, words drawn from scripture, be not afraid. Oh, man. When you die, you and God are going to have a lot to talk about for that statement there. So at the end of his speech, he ended up closing his book real fast and scurrying off stage. There were a couple reporters, I guess, inside with him that were trying to ask him some questions. He completely ignored them. Hit stage exit left because he was gone. It was over. So that was, that was it. That was a wrap. Now, all day they were covering this on the news, like his speech was this, you know, wonderful thing. And my God, Joe Biden's coming out of the basement. And look at this, you know, heartfelt and blah, 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 whatever. But they're showing the crowd, which was pitiful at best. You know what the crowd looked like? It looked like back in the day when I was younger, and they did the uh, 29-cent hamburgers and 39-cent cheeseburgers on Mondays and Wednesdays or Wednesdays and Sundays or whatever days it was. And you had a line of people outside waiting to get their burgers on. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It's like 20 or 30 people deep all getting excited because, man, you're going to go drop, you know, four bucks on 10 cheeseburgers. You, feel, you know, you feel like you're going to go home and you're going to be heavy after you're done eating all those. You're going to weigh a little heavy. Don't, don't get on a scale. Stomach's going to be looking a little rough. Bathroom's probably not going to be real pretty later. Nonetheless, that's the feel I got from his crowd. Crowd was not very impressive. Uh, pretty sad, actually. 
but that was it. Also, when he got to the location that he was given the uh, speech at, he gets out and he's waving at people. And the funny thing was, if you listen real carefully, the people in the background that he's waving at are screaming to him about fracking and jobs and they're screaming stuff to him that would basically be a negative. And he was just kind of with his mask on and waving and walking incoherently into uh, give his little speech. Now, with what I saw watching that speech, I could promise you there will be no debate. There's no way this man debates Trump. I know that's a little off subject from what we're talking about, but just seeing the whole mannerism of himself, the way everything was very precisely done in there to make sure he avoids any basically human contact. There's no way you put him up on stage with Trump. There's no way. Just not going to happen. I don't know if they got his medication right and he did better than he would normally do. Uh, He looks scared. And let's not fool ourselves. You know any question that would be asked to him by any of the reporters that are there would be a softball question. You know they're all for him. They would never ask him something to make him look bad. So if he won't even stand to take those questions, that should raise an eyebrow. That should set off the red flag. People should be asking questions. Because if you can't field those questions, how are you going to do under any other type of pressure? He's just not. It just, it just can't. He can't. It's, it's Put him back in the basement, please. Yeah, this show has got to end at some point. I'm curious how it is going to end. I'm not sure if it ends with him gracefully bowing out. Do they all of a sudden say he con- you know, contracted some type of illness and he can't do it? Are they actually going to just try to push him through because they know it's a losing battle and they figure, ah, oh, let, j- let it just run its course and we'll readjust and reassess and we'll get ready for the next four years? Or do they actually have themselves fooled into believing that nobody in America sees the problems with Joe Biden, that everybody's blind to it because man, it would, it would be hard to believe these evil masterminds would be that damn stupid because it's stupid. I mean, Joe is not real smart. Hey, Joe, he's, he's Joe's not even there. But you would think his handlers and his wife would know a little better. But I guess not. Maybe better for us. You know, on a positive side, if that's the best you got, if that's your A game, man, you know, Donald Trump can just sit on the sideline and win that game. It ain't going to take much. Anyways, that wraps it up for me. Hope you guys enjoyed the speech. I'll be back again on Friday. Please follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N on Parlor, Joe Little, Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. Please tell your friends, family, if you like what you're hearing, pass along, send me some love. If you got any questions, concerns, complaints, please hit me on one of the platforms. I'd be happy to uh, respond to you. Have a good night.